0: Cyber 2.0. Uh, and you meet not only the characters that have, uh, you know, vivid and crazy stories, but you meet the coolest people who are very uh, just down-to-earth and entrepreneurial.
1: Welcome back to What's Have This is Game Roush with Cody Greathouse. And uh, we're excited to have you guys back with us as we talk again with Josh Burris this evening. Um, It's going to be another great episode, so uh, glad to have you all with us. So with uh, no further ado, let's get this going.
2: And now we're going to hit one of our favorite segments, the uh, I'll Drink to That. We have a special guest here in this in today's segment of I'll Drink to That, and I'm,
1: I'm pretty excited for it, dude. I am, too. I am, too. We got uh, Josh Burrs in the house, guys. How's it going? So, we're, we're excited about tonight's episode, so, yeah, uh, yeah. going to obviously start out with this. Uh, so, Cody, what do you drink you drinking to?
2: Uh, I think tonight, you know, just sitting here talking with Josh, um, it, it just kind of hit on me is the fact... Um, I'm going to drink to the kind-heartedness of, of Appalachians themselves. Uh, I'll drink to that. you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll drink to that. I'll drink yeah. to that. And just for a little bit of a backstory, you know, I thought, and, and spoiler alert, but Josh will get into later in the episode uh, the concept of, where they, trail angels? Trail of, angels. Of, yes. just, of just people, and you know, he'll, he'll uh, discuss that ideal uh, to you guys later on the episode, but... You know, just essentially, just Appalachians looking out for for the betterment of of human beings. Uh, doesn't matter what you look like, where you're from, what your political affiliation is. It's you know, you're just looking out for a fellow human being, and I think to me, uh, that's yeah, it's pretty righteous, I man. Yeah, yeah so good.
1: drink worthy. Yeah, it is drink worthy. drink
2: worthy. So what about you? What are you, you drinking to tonight?
1: Huh? What I'm drinking to, man. Um, so another podcast that I'm a big fan of, At Podlatcha. Um, They've been... They've been a podcast I've been listening to for pushing a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, they put out a list kind of as a rebuttal to the trash work that is Hillbilly Elegy by J.D. Vance. Oh, yes, good. Yeah, good. yeah, it's trash. Um, yeah. I can say this, I haven't read the book but my wife did and yeah. she said it's garbage. Yeah, yeah. And then they were releasing it in
0: it's Netflix. It's a total misrepresentation of it. Yeah, so... Have you read I, it? Job I haven't read it but I've seen the movie. Yeah, yeah. So
1: I, we did not, like I haven't watched the movie, I refuse to, but they, they put out this entire list of uh, film, uh, books, and um, podcasts. I think it's kind of this rebuttal Um I guess the the Hellbilly Elegy alternatives, yeah, and they actually uh, included us in their list for podcasts, and I thought that was pretty, yeah, pretty cool. It. Good I mean, job, yeah, guys. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. things. I mean, yeah. we've only been at this for four weeks, but to be included with, <laughs> I mean, some of these people, like 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 Black and Appalachia, a great podcast, um, and uh, another storytelling one is uh, Old Gods of Appalachia, like some of these ones that I listen to regularly, and I'm yeah. like, oh, hell, we're on the list with these people. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I'll drink to that. Yeah, I'll First drink, drink that. to
0: that. Drink to that for sure. Like it. Let's clank it. it. What about you, Josh? Uh, What am I drinking to? Um, You know, it is Thanksgiving week. Um, I'm going to drink to family. I hope that everybody can uh, be with their family this week to some extent, whether it be uh, in person, you know, via Zoom meeting, whatever, you know, make the best of it, keep everybody safe, and... uh, Enjoy your Thanksgiving. I like that. It's and and uh, Thanksgiving is definitely more of just a family reunion, in my opinion, more so than a uh, traditional historic holiday. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree,
2: hundred ten percent. Yeah. I, I'll,
0: I'll drink to that. that that's solid. I'll drink so that. if you can't love your hug, uh, <laughs> if you can't hug your loved ones, please give them a call, Facetime. It's a good point. Yeah. Do it this weekend. It's a great point. And forget Black Friday Shop local people Shop my man oh. my man Jeff Bezos does not need another dollar spent yes. in his name <laughs> yes
1: I'll drink to that I
0: will I'll drink, drink to, that. to that
1: oh hell yes oh man uh, thanks for joining us man uh, I look forward into the rest of this episode
0: me too <laughs>
1: Well, Josh, thanks for coming back again a week later to kind of finish up and tie tiny loose ends we might
0: have left untied last week. Great stories, We're, we've been looking forward to this since we started talking to you last two so. minutes. It's good to be back. Uh, and it feels like actually, yeah, there's a lot of a lot we didn't get to touch on, but. Uh... Hopefully, we can get that wrapped up today. You
1: mean trying to condense six months of walking 2,000 miles into 45 minute talk? Is <laughs> exactly. Difficult. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, but no, thanks for coming back. And uh, I know we we kind of hit on it um, just about the different people that you met along the way, the different characters and stuff. And, like, I was really intrigued by that, by like, Bone Lady. I think you talked about Pickles. Yeah, that, no, no. that was one of my favorite names uh, last <laughs> week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fun little story. But, um, yeah, we just want to bring you back and kind of talk about some of those other people that you that you met along your 2,000 plus miles. Yeah,
0: hike. yeah. Uh, the, luckily, the Appalachian Trail was chock full of characters and uh, very unique individuals, and most of them are the best people in the world. You know, yeah. They actually, I won't even say most, all of them are the best people in the world. That's awesome. And uh, I've had the honor to get to keep up with a lot of them as well, and stay in touch with them you know get to see what they do and yeah they uh you know <laughs> their adventures they continue to have and just live their life wherever awesome. it may be that's awesome um yeah we talked about bone lady uh briefly you know she made jewelry she's very much a gypsy uh she would she could support and live you know you know she could just live with very little she knew yeah. how to do it and she was very comfortable doing it mm-hmm. um one thing that is very cool about her. She is also now at what uh, what's called a triple crowner in the hiking world, mm-hmm. where she has through hiked not only the Appalachian Trail, but the Continental Divide Trail and the Pacific Crest Trail. That's
1: great. That Both of those run up. from
0: Mexico to Canada, yeah. <laughs> up through the Rockies. Just, just hiking the continents, no big deal. Yeah, yeah, the Continental Divide Trail. I mean, that should tell you enough right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's she's tough uh, and. I don't know where she's at. I haven't checked in with her for a while, but I'm sure she's out, you know, living life to the fullest. Yeah, I just like, Touch base yeah. on Facebook, but she doesn't seem like the Facebook <laughs> Yeah. I, oh, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Maybe a MySpace type. Yeah, nah.
0: She might have okay. it on MySpace, yeah. <laughs> I could see her being that type. <laughs> yeah,
1: actually Gypsy Woman's her first song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Um, another character I remember, uh, mainly the name and uh, the story that happened to him, his name was Turtleback. Um, he got, he was a bigger guy, even more out of shape than I was when we started. Uh, he had his pack that was probably bigger than mine, 60 pounds. Unfortunately, one day he got it on, fell onto his back and couldn't get up. So they called <laughs> him Turtleback.
2: Turtle <laughs> he, he got his least <laughs> yeah. before,
1: like yeah. after he was.
0: So, this is early on in the hike, uh, I think we were in North Carolina we, uh, in a spot where they had some bear trouble and it's pretty accustomed to be, what they call, you know, hanging your bag or, you know, so the bear, you hang it up in a tree away from your tent so that way bears don't come around or get your food. Right. Well, his idea of doing that was putting it about eight feet off the ground <laughs> and directly above his tent. Well, uh, sure enough, in the middle of the night, a bear happened to come meandering along and reach up and grab the food bag that was, you know, within reach for him. And in his happiness, he sat down and what was right underneath him, but bear bag, I'm sorry, turtle (laughs) bag. Yeah, so the bear sat right down onto his tent. And onto him. Oh, my God. And he woke up and just screaming, you know, didn't know what yeah. was happening. And the bear took off with his food bag. Oh, my <laughs> God. So, you know, hikers were able to help him out. We got him food. We got him right. food. Yeah. Got him taken care but, of. Yeah, you know, just that is a story that I will never forget. Wow. You know? I mean... <laughs> Turn oh, back, I feel it for you, man. Yeah, yeah, if you're, you're if you're listening, to to learn... man, I'm sorry to laugh, but it's funny. You gotta be <laughs> able to laugh at yourself. <laughs> laughing with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, kinda kinda Condem- but oh, man, that that's amazing. Um some of the other great people you get to meet, uh, they get kinda get labeled as uh trail angels and what a trail angel is, somebody that's very very much uh, you know, just a, a big a caretaker of the trail and loves to hike, loves the mm-hmm. people who do it. Most likely, more often times than not, they've already through-hiked or they have a hostel or something like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. these people go above and beyond, take care of you, yeah. you know, do whatever you need. Excuse me. Uh, they will give you advice, you know, they just feed you along the way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those are the, the, they give you shuttles, you know, places to stay for free. Right. And uh, one of them was, uh, I had a pleasure meeting, was Baltimore Jack. Uh, Baltimore Jack, Jack was very much a mystery on the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Obviously, he's not from Baltimore. His name was not uh, Jack. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, basically, had an alias. Unfortunately, he passed just a few years ago. Oh man! And, but he passed out at a hostel, you know, or well, close to it. He yeah. spent all of his all of his life basically on the Appalachian Trail. Really? And he, I had the honor of meeting him. You know, he, I think he hiked it around eight, ten times, something like that. And, and was out there every year, you know, following the bubble of hikers up through there. He would go from hostel to hostel and help out. There, he'd wait till basically the big bubble hikers was gone and hop up and help the next hostel yeah. for free. And that's just, crazy. Wow. That's what he did. What a life, man. Wow. Yeah. What an adventurous life. No, I no, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's, you have uh, a guy uh, in Tennessee, uh, he has concord Hostel And his name is Bob Peoples mm-hmm. uh, I think he was ex-Air Force Just a straight-laced guy And he puts on uh, What they call hard, uh, the Concord Hardcore Crew Where there's a section of trail That needs maintained uh, yeah. Rerouted mm-hmm. you know, Needs trees cut out mm-hmm. They'll get as many hikers as they can And go in there and one day you know, Redo 5-10 miles of trail As oh, much as I they see. can and they just do you know, do this for free. You know, he just provides, you know, maybe some food, you know, tools, yeah. stuff like that. Wow. It's
1: uh, it's crazy because I know that everybody that does that takes the risk of the Appalachian Trail, they're obviously from everywhere. Like they're not necessarily necessarily from the region and then just like they just kinda gulch you up. Yeah, or some of these people, and then it just becomes a community. Yeah, like and that, and that just blows my mind because it's it's such a long trail, and people are vastly different, like you talked about last oh, week. But at yeah, the same Lord. time, everybody's passion for this is the same.
0: Yeah, That's and true. it's it's kind of funny the the mishmash of people who you know form this bond of the Appalachian Trail amongst themselves because, like you said, they're from everywhere. They're left wing, right wing, old, yeah. young, you know. You, you name it there's yeah. one that out there uh, w- one of the guys I met in 2008 he had already through hiked a few or been out on the trail I don't know how much he's actually through hiked but his mm-hmm. name was Lumpy and this guy had he was a former repo man had a lot of just funny stories you know he'd been, <laughs> been stabbed probably been shot at a few times yeah <laughs> and kind of the same way he would jump from hostel hostel help out and I, I was lucky enough uh, when I was down the, uh, the Grayson Highlands about a month ago uh, we went to Damascus, and he bought one of the outfitter stores there. Really? And so, yeah, he's kind of established himself, like, kind of settling down, which I thought was <laughs> crazy <laughs> yeah. for Lumpy, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he's always been, like, a vagabond, you know, yeah. right. just traveling around. Yeah. Man. And uh, so now, yeah, so, Mount Roger Outfitters in Damascus, Virginia. Mount yeah. Roger Outfitters. Yeah, go go ask Lumpy, and he'll help you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: blame. Not because I'm hiking the Appalachian show, but one day
0: I'm going to check that place out lumpy uh, uh, and you meet not only the characters that have uh, you know the vividly crazy stories but you meet the coolest people who very uh, just down to earth and entrepreneurial and Mm kind of like these uh, posters I brought you guys Uh, a friend uh, I threw hiked with her name is Harvest Mm -hmm. Uh, she documented every Appalachian Trail logo every shelter she's wrote books postcards. There's an Appalachian Trail puzzle that she does. Really? Yeah. Wow. yeah. yeah. Just the most unique person in the world. Uh, she has a uh, a garlic farm, I guess, down in uh, Marshall, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Root Bottom Farm. Yeah, is the name of it. Root and, Bottom uh, Farm. Awesome. RootBottomFarm.com, actually. And okay.
1: uh, guys, Josh brought us over um, a couple posters for me and Cody to fight over. Um, one is actually of all the, the shelters along the trail and then uh, the other... Like he said, it is uh, just about every Appalachian Trail logo along the entire duration of the Appalachian Trail. They're awesome. And yeah, I, can't I can't wait to arm wrestling for that later. Oh, Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, something. I don't, I don't know which one. Okay. I, I like both. Fight to the death.
2: <laughs> death <laughs> Can we just go back to back and take like six paces and turn and shoot each
1: other? Alexander Hamilton. I'm lost. My name is Alexander okay just right <laughs> it's, we're back uh, the smart minute. people get it oh man nah <laughs> uh, it's sorry anyways back to the end and we're back uh, well, for what it's worth I would have died and you would have got it so yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> oh man that that's awesome so uh we uh We've covered the char- some of the characters and the yeah. people, the awesome people you met. So one thing we didn't really touch on last week, just because we were so hyped up about <laughs> your story all together, was like, <laughs> like we were like, yeah, you got the main, and then we just kind of broke it off. Um, so so you're coming into Maine, you're you're finishing this thing off. Like like, what was that sense of there had to have been a sense of accomplishment? Like what like what were you feeling, like as you completed this, or leading up to and then after?
0: I remember we got to the base of Mount Katahdin and there's a little general store right there luckily and we I went and bought a six pack and you gotta check the weather and you know we were going to summit the next day mm-hmm. and Mount Katahdin they say the coolest mountain for last they I absolutely know. do you go from about 500 feet above sea level to about 6500 feet above sea level in about four miles and there's actually some places where there's rebar pounded in mm-hmm. um, it's a pretty gnarly climb but it's every you know it's awesome yeah. So we wake up the next morning and they said the weather's gonna be terrible and sure enough you know down the bottom it was nice but mm-hmm. finally get up there to you know sideways rain you know it's freezing it was really really cold but at that point I didn't feel a thing I was on a mission yeah. um, and oftentimes when I'm hiking I didn't want to put my rain stuff on because it right. just made me sweat more so yeah. I was hiking up the mountain just my shirt and you know <laughs> you know shorts and this freezing rain and I remember getting to the top and there was a uh, group of people up there who were wearing hoodies and had jeans on yeah. and they were soaking wet, right. they were miserable Yeah. and uh, Bone, Bone Lady's sister Oates, she had uh, beat, beat us up to the top and she was up there going crazy, you know, hooting and hollering and I get there, I start going crazy Yeah. and these people are like, where did you guys come from? And the best thing in the world is to be able to say Georgia. And you know, they, yeah. I don't think it probably didn't click with them at right. the moment. But yeah. yeah, so we pull out, you know, pull out our six pack, and we proceed to have a beer. And unfortunately, the weather wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't get much of a view off Mount right. Katahdin, but uh, it was still a very fitting end. Yeah. So uh, we went down to the bottom of the mountain, and luckily, Bone Lady's boyfriend at the time, um, he came from Cleveland. These, these two girls were from Cleveland, by right. the way, and uh, he came, drove over to Maine. And he picked us up, and we were we had already made plans to go camping in Eastport, Maine, the easternmost city in the U.S. Yeah, and but we, we were like we got to go back on a clear day, so we waited three more days, and then we went back to Mount Katahdin, and we went up a, a different route, and yeah. we got to summit with a whole bunch of a whole another group of people that I got to hike with right off, ah, and cool. it was clear, so I got some beautiful pictures up there as well. So it was uh, it was. And the oh the second time we went up we went up uh, what was a former rock slide yeah. it was a completely different trail huh. but it was like you know, four foot boulders that you would have to hop up on and right. all right. the way it's up funny. the top yeah. and it it was a it was a long hike but that was really fun too so that was uh, it was even you know I got to climb that mountain twice and it was awesome both yeah. times
1: so I just want to touch on this so you finished the entire length of the Appalachian Trail and you're just like I'm gonna celebrate this by. Let's just go camping. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I guess... I think, uh, I think that's awesome.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. the funny part is we did go camping, but this time it was in what m- most people would consider camping, an actual house slash yeah, cabin. Yeah. Okay, okay. I okay. had a bed. I had a flush toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I had air conditioning. Were air, rich. Yeah. It, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And it was... Uh, we were in Eastport, Maine. Uh, luckily, one of the hikers we had hiked with, his family owned a property right there. Yeah. Actually, a whole bunch of cabins. and They right. let us stay there for free. Wow. Uh, we did some cleaning for them, you know, yeah. small thing. But they were like, yeah, whatever. And uh, you could look across uh, the bay and see Canada. And one morning, we went down at like 5 in the morning. I forget. It was real early. But mm-hmm. when the lobster boats were coming back in. Yeah. And we were able to get eight lobsters for like 40 bucks. Wow. Right like, they're like, I mean, oh Yeah, yeah, here. Just, and they're like, yeah, 40. You got 40? That's fine. <laughs> so we got yeah. fresh lobster. Yeah. We, we, you know, ate fresh lobster a couple of days. We yeah. ate lobster rolls, which, lobster rolls are, to New England, what pepperoni rolls are to West Virginia. I can see um, you know. Okay. Okay. Like, if that, that makes any sense, can, yeah. I can yeah. definitely yeah. see that. They are wonderful. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we oh, drank wow. a lot of, drank a lot oh, of wow. beer and drank some, we got a good bottle of scotch and we drank some scotch. And, we all smoked some cigars and we literally just sat on our asses for a week and enjoyed it. I guarantee That's it. Well deserved. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, from there, uh, Jim was uh, Bone Lady's boyfriend's name. He drove us back, uh, you know, through Maine, across New York, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, to Cleveland, where my mom was living at the time. And so I, she, he just dropped me off there. That's and cool. you know, I hadn't seen my mom actually came to visit me somewhere in New, Bear Mountain, New York. So I'd seen her. Mm-hmm within a few months, but, yeah, okay. uh, it was still nice to, you know, see her and, For sure. uh, see, she got to see me at, you know, huge beard. Yeah. You know, my eyebrows connecting you know, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was starting to look like the Wolverine at that point, And I was down to, you know, like 210, 215. Right. And I was pre-leaning me. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, she said, you know, we just talked a little bit and I finally, I was like, I wanted some, some cotton clothes and yeah. she got me some cotton clothes and Got rid of my Under Armour stuff and right. I actually burnt that stuff because it, it was pretty <laughs> funky. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. it was funky. It was months. time to get rid of it, and uh, that was kind of that. I uh, she a few days later we came back to Point and I, as a you know just something I'd been gone for seven month, eight months at that time, mm-hmm. whatever. And I said I was like, you know what, Mom, drop me off at the bridge. So she dropped me off at the base of the bridge, and I walked all the way through town, uh, just to just cause yeah. and. Uh, my grandmother, she was still driving the bus at the time. Yeah. And so I walked uh, down to the bus garage, and I opened the door at the bus lounge. And one of the bus drivers actually, you see him reach down well, and pick something up. Well, he reached down and picked up a stick he had, because he thought I was a homeless guy trying yeah. to come in there. <laughs> and I said, I'm looking for Gara. And then like, Josh, is that you? Yeah. And, you know, because my beard was twice the size it is now. And right. They just I probably looked yo pretty, uh, pretty <laughs> sketchy, yeah. yeah, walking in there. And uh, I was actually able to meet up with, uh, I was about to speedway, and somebody went by and looked, like, looking at me real slow, and then I haven't I, I saw this Nathan Reynolds, a friend of right. mine, and he finally pulled around, and he stopped, and he kept looking at me, he's like, Burris? I said, yeah. And, and <laughs> he's like, what are you doing, man? And he's like, come here. He's yeah. like, so I filled him in, and he gave me a ride home from right. that point, point. and yeah. uh, took some time off, I got a job, you know, a couple weeks later, but... I yeah. went right back into society uh it wasn't a bad transition I mean right. it was yeah. I, I don't know it was just you know felt like second hand you know second nature the one thing uh that was kind of weird I noticed is out there on the trail if you got to pee you just Step off the side of the trail and pee. Yeah. When you get here, when you get back in real life, sometimes you gotta hold it. And that yeah. was like, the a hard habit to break. That was hard habit to break. Like, <laughs> I had to retrain my muscles a little bit to be able to hold <laughs> it. Yeah. I know there was a few times I was gonna you know, piss myself where I made it to the <laughs> bathroom.
2: So, you hit, a, you hit a pretty interesting thing that your mom came and visited you. It was your mom, right? Came mm-hmm. and visited you. How, how was that seeing your mom and then watching her drive off as you jump back on the trail?
0: Well, um, there's two parts. and when we hit Harper's Ferry, my buddy was hiking with me. Uh, my grandmother came and she brought my dog. She brought some deviled eggs because I, for whatever reason, I was craving deviled eggs. And yeah. she made some deviled eggs. She brought them to me. I got to see my dog, yeah. and then within you know, got to see her for like an hour, and then they're like, "All right, see you later." I got to get back and there goes my dog, my buddy, and my grandmother, yeah. and I remember that day, I was just like, I put, I put my head down, I was just like, I got to make some distance, or else yeah. I, if, if I look back, I, I'm going to go back, yeah. and that was pretty tough, uh, huh. when mom came, saw me in Bear Mountain, um, I was just happy, I, mean, I was really happy to see her, I think right. she was very happy to see me, I yeah. remember when she pulled up, and she finally saw me, I mean, you know, big beard, and I remember her eyes were as big as softballs for yeah. a second, like, <laughs> I, you know, my boy, my baby boy. Right, yeah. But, uh... Um, <laughs> no, man no. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> I'm
1: not
0: a baby anymore. She took, uh, we, she took me out, she got me some new clothes, new uh, shorts, and bought me a steak, and, She was afraid I wasn't eating enough. I'm sure. Yeah, (laughs) you're wasting away to nothing. This is healthy, Mom. Yeah, Yeah.
2: this is what health looks like. But no, I I figured that has to be has to be kind of uh, you know it's got to play a a role in the in the psyche there watching Grandma drive off and Mom drive off and you know you have a you know a hike to face. Yeah, yeah. It it, ain't gonna lie. That was.
0: that's tough. Uh, I yeah. definitely remember those days, you know, very vividly. Actually, when I, when my mom left, it wasn't as bad. I guess I had some people with me. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I was mission-oriented almost yeah, at right. that point. So, But, yeah, when—but I guess leaving Harper's Ferry, knowing, like, the second I stepped foot across the Potomac here, yeah. in, you know, into Maryland, I'm like, yeah, you know, I can't look back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. It was just a little different at that yeah. point. because well, I'm to, leaving West Virginia. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There goes my dog. There yeah. goes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you got to think too. I mean, just my perspective. Like you've already been through your grandmother driving off. I guess you know seeing mom. And plus, what you were in New York when your mom came to see you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Bear Mountain. You can uh, from Bear Mountain, New York, you can see the skyline of yeah. New York City.
2: So no, I mean, you, you know, serious. you're closer. You're closer to your goal than what. Harper's Ferry was the top, you know what I mean. So I think I think I would be in that mode of just like, all right, yeah, very
0: let's much get
1: so. this shit let's over the, with. So uh, let's get back on the trail. Yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. That's cool. So uh, anybody that might be considering doing something like this, trying to hike the Appalachian Trail, like what are like the top four things of advice that you might give
0: somebody? Top four things. The South is cheap. Save your money for New England. New England gets expensive. Um, if you make plans, uh, I would recommend make some rough plans and get ready for the trail, but, mm-hmm. but don't keep yourself to any specific dates if at all possible. Mm-hmm. Don't say, I have to be in Harper's Ferry by mm-hmm. this date or else I'm not going to make it. Yeah. Just, there was plenty of days when I would... Like I said, I would wake up and realize at noon I'd hiked fifteen miles and be like, "What? I'm in no hurry. No hurry yeah. yeah. What, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm killing don't, myself. don't make it a job. Yeah. I was like, there was a pond right here. I'm going to go hop in the pond. Mm-hmm. And You yeah. cool off. Yeah. Um. Do a little research. Uh, yeah. Do a little research and in, if you want to invest money, invest in the the uh, invest into the gear that has a very good warranty. Um, Osprey. I stand by their backpacks. That's all I will ever carry. I was up on a mountain. I don't even remember where, but uh, the shoulder strap broke on my Osprey pack. And I was able to pull out my phone. Had service ra- randomly. I uh, call up customer service. I said, I'm through hiking the Appalachian Trail. Your shoulder strap just broke. And she said, oh no. Um, what, what model is it? Told her the model. She said, what's your name? Gave her my name. She said, Where are you going to be in a few days? I told her, actually, this is when I was going into Catawba, where the Home Place restaurant is. I do remember yeah, that. Really? And she said, I'll have one there in two days. So I was able to take some floss, tape, make yeah, it make rig- shift. Rig it. Yeah. And when I got to Catawba, went to the post office, and there was a brand new backpack waiting on me. Damn. Don't even have to send the old one back. Customer service. Customer service. Uh, did you, yeah. Did
2: you tell them your name was Burras.
0: Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they got it,
2: they get it, yeah. Man, that is so, awesome.
0: yeah. Uh, Osprey, they, they have a great customer service. So, uh, REI, uh, I wish there was an REI closer to us. Uh, you know, a lot of the stuff they sell it's is just, lunch. yeah, really? it's better than Ozark Trail
1: from Walmart, yes, yeah, just a little bit. No <laughs> offense. Uh, Ozark
0: Trail is still better than any Yeti cups and stuff like okay. that, by the way. Yeah. I'll drink to that, that. I'm yeah. down with that. I'll, I'll drink to that. that. Um, and like I said, just go say yes to anything. If yeah. you get an opportunity while you're out there, or to even go, just mm-hmm. do it. Um, the time is always now. Yeah. Um, yeah, the time is now. Just do it. Like Nike, just do it. That's it. So when
2: when you say to to plan and come up with a scheme in terms of how you're going, what? And I know you had just read you had just read. Uh, what was it? A walk in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Um, you just read A "Walk in the Woods" and, and you were about to tackle, you know, the Appalachian Trail. Kind of a. Uh, I mean, I guess you know you, you were in the outdoors for a while. You, you were an outdoorsman, but like, what what did your plans consist of? Whenever you scrounged together these plans.
0: Reading a lot of uh, there's good sources on the internet, obviously for about anything, but yeah. it's, uh, also the. the the long distance hiking community as a whole is a wealth of knowledge right now i just kind of read the basics um as to what was needed what most people carried yeah what i ran into is i bought everything wrong right like my i had a back good backpack but it was too big i had a sleeping bag but it was too heavy it didn't compact well initially um you know just little tips and tricks that if you could talk to just a few people, they can help you yeah. tremendously and save you a lot of money right. and, and grief. Like uh, one of the best tips I got, and I didn't learn this until halfway through, was mm-hmm. go get a trash compactor bag and line, put it inside of your backpack and then put everything inside your backpack and squish sacks as well, hmm. the waterproof squish sacks. And that yeah. way, you know, just another layer of protection. That yeah. helped tremendously. I mean, right. Still, stuff still want to get wet, but you know, it's little things like that yeah, that yeah. definitely help.
2: Definitely.
0: So, uh, luckily, I was uh, actually another character I can kind of touch on a guy named Bulldog. Uh, Bulldog was, uh, he's a, he was a gunnery sergeant in the Marines. The guy is four foot eight, maybe, you know, <laughs> 120 pounds dripping wet, but I would never mess with this guy a day in my life. <laughs> yeah. And someone this little, he, he had a voice that would. Would scare the hell out of you, yeah you know, just this little guy. But he taught me. Uh, we ended up staying in a hotel room early on, um, and he was giving me little tips and tricks. I'm like, no, pack your bag like this, and keep your weight up high. That way, it rides up, you know, rides on your hips better, and how to tighten your pack. Just little things like that. Right. that not that he was an expert, but he, no, just, no, but, he had that much more information. Right. I I mean, did. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I
1: mean, I think so, you learn a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. You have uh, knowledge, military. Yeah, you. Know, rucksacks.
0: Definitely yeah. listen. Yeah. 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 Listen to a, a, you know. You can tell who usually offers good advice. Right. You definitely take heed to that. Yeah, right. that's awesome. So, uh, you got kids now. Yeah.
1: You uh, you ever think that they might consider doing something like that i mean i know they're really young
0: i love my kids uh my little daughter layla uh we took her a couple of years ago to uh we went up on uh, newfound gap mm-hmm. up uh, up at the smokies uh we were in gatlinburg and by the time we got to the gap it, there was snow up there it was yeah. a couple inches of snow and i was like come on baby just walk out here with me 100 yards and she was in tears like she just wanted to get back in the car yeah. so maybe as she gets older i can win over um i'm holding out thor will be my uh be my go-to guy and he'll go hiking with yeah. me. Yeah, but you know what's really cool? There is plenty of kids who have through hiked the Appalachian Trail under the age of eight already. What? Yeah. Wow. They There's parents that take two, three-year-old kids out there hiking for long distances. Wow. I, I encountered actually a, a guy Holy. in Maine. He had three kids with him who were like under the age of 10. And they were, now they weren't through hiking, they were doing, but they were doing a couple hundred miles. Yeah, the, the, when, when, I, when I you met know, this know. guy, he was, he had, there was a, I came up to the river that I had to cross about a 50 yard wide river. There was a mm-hmm. rope across the, you know, something to hold on to. It's not real deep, I'd say, you know, maybe knee deep where we were crossing. But there was, his pack was already over there. So he took his pack over, went back, picked up a kid, took one of the kids over and his backpack, <laughs> went back. He did that three times. and was, Yeah, for all three kids. So, That's... So, I mean, you know, you could make it a family fair. It's just it yeah, kind of comes down to... Dad goals? Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, uh, I don't know if I would ever want to get in no, I, I would I at least expect my kids to, you know, Be wear, good, their, wear their own pack and, yeah. you know, help. Them, you know, not, for sure. I don't want to... It's not that I wouldn't carry yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. but...
1: Can, can you imagine being, like, an eight-year-old kid, being like... Dad, I'm almost there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> two thousand more miles, Jimmy. <laughs> My
2: feet hurt, Dad.
0: We're in Virginia. Hush. <laughs> Let's do it,
2: man.
1: Uh, man, thanks so much for coming out today. Uh, again, two weeks in a row. Like we like this. Like I said, as soon as we started the conversation last week, I'm like this is good. We better to do this. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, totally. dude. Um, so, man, we appreciate
0: it. Man,
1: appreciate your story.
0: And your Share it.
1: Definitely.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we can. I'm glad we can kind
0: of, yeah. you know, get it out there, man. Yeah. 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 It, oh, it's a good accomplishment, or a life accomplishment. Hell yeah. Some of them are very proud of. It. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely good. up there, but right behind me becoming a, you know, husband and a father. Yeah. Say it's sure. Yeah. True. True. yeah sure.
1: Definitely. Well, it's, it's it's something that like your kids and their kids, they're gonna they're gonna love the hell out of this story. Man. Oh yeah. And, We'd like to take a quick second to thank our first official sponsor of What's Appalachian, and that's the Hut Tavern of New Haven, West Virginia. It's a small town bar with cold beer and a cool atmosphere. We highly recommend you swing by the Hut along Route 62 in New Haven, West Virginia for a nice cold brew, and uh, feel free to check them out on Facebook. Because the hut knows what's Appalachian. It's now time for Appalachian Values. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a segment that uh, I think we're going to really enjoy over the next several episodes and keep bringing to you guys. So, uh we'll go ahead and get started. Um, actually, before we get started, um, we did receive a little bit of feedback from uh, an old friend of mine, Milan Bedersky. Um He's actually a um, Bulgarian. Uh, he and his family moved here, uh, I'd say it was like 2002, 2003, or, mm-hmm. ar- around in that time. But anyways, we've been great friends since then. Um, and he actually messaged us. About the similarities in a tradition that is from his country of origin, um, that's similar to the knife uh, tradition that we have here in Appalachia. But he said uh, it's Bulgarian tradition that if you receive a watch or clock as a gift, that it's it's uh, superstition to well, it's tradition um, to give the giver a coin or a dollar or a bill of whatever sort um, in return. And the superstition is, is that the, the clock or watch would take away time of the friendship. No, oh, wow. He was like, I know that's not Appalachian per se. That's still but, just uh, as deep. Yes. Yeah, it's so similar. Yeah, so similar. I agree. Um, but I uh, appreciate that feedback, Millen. And uh, yeah, he's thanks, actually, Millen. Uh, he's a guy that I, I look forward to having on with us one day. Oh, definitely. Because he has yeah. a great story of being. I mean, he, he immigrant his family immigrates here. Yeah. I mean, he embraces the Appalachian identity. Mm-hmm. Lives in Chicago now, but. Uh, um, I think he would be great, a great story for us Oh, to I share.
2: agree. I agree. I'm excited to, I'm excited to meet him and, and get a yeah. chance to talk to him. Yeah, I mean, he, he has
1: some great Appalachian values. I'll yeah. speak our experience. But, yeah. um, uh, I guess for this evening, one, one of my favorite uh, Appalachian values is uh, the um, giving of cast iron <laughs> through yeah. family. Like, yeah. would, the inheritance of cast iron. Um, I know cast iron obviously isn't... Uh, only an Appalachian thing, but I feel like people here do take it seriously. They do. It's one of those things, or those family things that you inherit from your mamas and papas. Like, I've inherited uh, that that big cast iron pot, uh, well, kettle that was actually my great-great-grandpa's my grandpa passed on to me in a couple really nice... uh, Old cast iron skillets, skillets that are in just fantastic shape that yeah. he took care of and taught me how to take care of and it's something that I, I want to pass on to my grandkids um, and I, I think that's that, that's a really cool item to pass on something that, yeah. that you cook with that feeds food that brings the family together and, yeah. I, I, and again maybe this isn't unique to Appalachia but in my heart I want to believe that it it has a stronghold here yeah and, I agree uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's just one of those things you you get from your family. Yeah, time. I agree. So that's my Appalachian value.
2: Uh, my, you know, when I think of Appalachian values, uh, we we had a listener reach out to us and, and drop a great idea in terms of uh, their Appalachian value, and, and I want to share that just because you know i i definitely uh, I definitely feel that it is an Appalachian value is a sense of community. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think community as a whole. Um, in terms of Appalachia, uh, you know, you know, I can sit here and think of a bunch of different things that um, our communities have gone through uh, in terms of hardship, adversity, mm-hmm. uh, and at the end of the day, um, you know, our community was able to band together despite any political differences, despite anything of that sort, and come together for the betterment of, of you know. The human being or the family that was uh, affected, and I think that's something that that Appalachia has. Um, to me, it's kind of sad that that it has to come to uh, some sort of, of downfall or some sort of adversity for others to see and and be there for one another yeah. at times. I feel mm-hmm. like that is a downfall. Um,
1: it takes tragedy to bring people. To yeah,
2: history. I think I think that's uh, I think that's something that that you know we're working on uh, i think as as appalachians and and i think at the end of the day um a sense of community a sense of togetherness a sense of uh, bond yeah uh to to help out uh lend a helping hand to to a brother or sister in need um that that's what we've always we've always come through in the clutch with that i think that's something that um that that we need to um Cherish and, and hold close to us because yeah, you know that, that is no I think that's something that we've always mm-hmm. uh, we've always rocked it at as uh, being there for one another and,
1: mm-hmm. and, and 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 I think we we kind of touched this touched on this in the last episode but how even and maybe it's just these hills that do this to people but the people that are from across the country maybe across the world that come and hike the Appalachian Trail according to like Josh's stories like people lend a hand to one another and I yeah feel like that's I mean. To me, that's the, the old spirits of, of the Hills and hollows. It is. They're, they're just teaching people to, to love one another. Yeah. So I think that's that, that, that's a damn good Appalachian value. I agree. I agree. Oh, man, well, tonight's been a fantastic episode. It's been a doozy, man. It, it has been. Like, Josh has been great. I, I hope we can bring him on another time. If not, we'll just hang out with him. Yeah. So, uh, guys, we appreciate you guys listening again. We do. Um, I, I, I look forward to the next several weeks months and years that we're able to do this the <laughs>
2: outreach has been unbelievable guys uh, yeah. I think at the end of the day you know when I look at the map in terms of who has downloaded our episodes it's that stretch of Appalachia uh, you know minus a couple states here and there but um, continue to spread the word the only thing we're trying to do is put Appalachia in a good light and, and put our listeners in a good light
1: yeah, while you hang out with us and drink a few beers yep yeah. So, uh, this is Gabe Roush and Cody Greathouse signing off again we'll see you next week
2: I hope that didn't record but it probably